my first strong impression was, wow, this kid is cocky. And I didn't, it wasn't out of malice. I didn't get that kind of vibe from him, but he really put out a vibe that my class was beneath him, that he was already where he needed to be mathematically and that I didn't really have anything to offer. Sometimes he would be kind of tough, like he wouldn't change his mind on anything. Like if I, I forgot homework or something, he'd just give me a zero. Yeah, he was really strict about the homework. This is What My Students Taught Me, the podcast that dives deep into the teacher-student relationship. I'm Sarah Carr. Teacher Jerome White had encountered overconfident math students in his years teaching calculus at Lesher High School in New Orleans. But Donald Meyer stood out, both for his abilities and for his belief in them. The two first met when Donald, nicknamed Donnie, was a seventh grader and White substituted his math class. The teacher could immediately tell that Donnie would be exceptional and probably a bit high-maintenance. Donald was one of two kids who just immediately caught my attention as being extremely bright, and innately bright. And I was playing a math game with them. I forget the details, but I just remember being left with the impression that this kid's quite a whiz, but he also seems like he doesn't have a whole lot of patience for waiting for everyone else to, to catch up with them. But I knew that uh, someday he would end up in my class. I could kind of tell right then that kid was going to be a bit of a challenge. And uh, it could be a good challenge, it could be a bad challenge, it, but I knew one way or another he was going to be one of a kind. <laughs> Donald arrived in White's pre-calculus classroom three years later as a high school sophomore. White teaches all of the school's most advanced pre-calculus and calculus classes, so he knew there was a good chance he would have Donald for the next two years as well. Donnie was one of the younger students in the class, but that didn't intimidate him at all. That's like the main reason why I liked his class was because it was the class that was the easiest. So of course I would like that one. But Donald quickly discovered that though he might find the subject easy, White was determined not to give him an easy ride. If I were to be just messing with like my friend Daniel, he would call me out like all the time. He would like yell at me or something. In person these days, Donnie comes off as reserved and very laid back. But in class, he had a somewhat brasher presence and a lack of interest and respect for the work that could be infuriating, even though the student managed to pull off consistently high grades. He would not focus on my class. He would uh, allow himself to get off task, and he didn't seem particularly apologetic about it either. You know, some kids, you, you call them out, you try to bring them back to attention, and they kind of sheepishly acknowledge that they were in the wrong and at least will make a surface effort to try to do better. Uh, not Donald. It was just, eh, I don't have time for this. Show me something new, Mr. White. White's something of a master of student engagement, which made his experience with Donnie notably rare and frustrating. The teacher is famous throughout the Lusher School community for the math music videos he's helped create like Lady Logarithm, which reinforces concepts like vertical asymptote and slope in the form of an engaging mathematical love poem. My algebraic love affair stagnated over variables dawdling that on the ground floor. Radicals and powers could only propel my passion so far, but she entranced me like a sultry siren beyond my reach, a mysterious unknown locked in her exponential tower like Rapunzel overlooking the base. But with Donnie, only one engagement strategy seemed to work. 
The only thing I could find to work is just to bark at him. <laughs> Donald, get back on task. You know, Donald, cut it out. And it wasn't a prolonged, I wasn't trying to uh, humiliate him long term, but it's just a quick bark and that might work for a minute, might work for five minutes. It's just all I had. And it really kind of highlighted for me a, a bit of a deficiency in my skill set that, man, I don't, I don't know what to do with this kid. One incident stands out to White and exemplifies Donald's cockiness. We're getting to some difficult trigonometry material and, and it started to be challenging and some kids realized that. I gave the class a little bit of time to prepare for the upcoming test and Donald was having none of it. He was just doing his own thing and even worse, he was distracting others. And I said, hey, Donald, how are you gonna do on this test coming up? And he said, just as matter of fact as could be, he said, I'm gonna get 100. Donald doesn't have any recollection of this specific test, but he doesn't have a hard time believing that he thought he would ace it. Probably said I'd get 100, because I'm pretty sure I've done that multiple times in multiple classes. <laughs> a lot of the time I don't get the 100, but close enough. <laughs> I'm gonna admit, I maybe didn't have the most mature response, but my inside I was going, oh really? Not if I can help it. So White tried something he'd never done before. I made a special test version for him, and I ended up, I figured while I'm at it, let me go ahead and give it to a few other kids who I think need to be humbled a little bit. I made a test that was fair in the sense that it only required skills that we had covered in class and that I had taught, but it was extremely challenging in the sense that it needed another level of creative thinking. And I'm going to just confess here, I, I had a little bit of giddy enjoyment when I saw that he, he stumbled on it. I sincerely hoped it was humbling, but not humiliating. That really was not my, my purpose, but I wanted him to, to wake up to the, to the fact that we all have room to improve. There's always room to grow, which is part of what I love about math. White says their relationship and tolerance for the other's quirks pretty steadily improved over Donald's sophomore year. That was a good thing, since Donald would have White again as a junior and probably as a senior. Throughout the year and, and pre-calculus, I think our relationship started to, to get better, or at least we started to learn to accept each other and, and realize that neither one of us was going to change tremendously uh, much. White says junior year went much more smoothly. He still wasn't the most studious or attentive classroom student, so there, there are times where I felt he could have done better, but overall his grades were, were quite high. He averaged an A for the year and he got a five on the AP calculus AP exam. Donald also remembers junior year as relatively calm and productive, partly because of Mr. White's steady and at times annoying interventions. A lot of the time of my, my junior year, like I would have to sit away from my friends, which was aggravating because like one of like my best friends is in that class. We both not do all of our work, but we would get A's, like good A's. We both knew the material, so but Mr. White would move me to other tables a lot. Yeah, like by myself, like in the back of the class. White says Donnie taught him something about not giving up. This was a kid who I was extremely frustrated with. And there were moments where I thought, I don't think this kid's ever going to buy what I'm selling. And I'm not going to say I was going to quit on him. I think I would say I was willing to accept defeat. If he was determined not to rise to the expectations I was asking of him, I was willing to accept that. Eventually, I talked myself out of that. But Donald's senior year, when he returned for a third round of calculus with White, everything seemed to fall apart. 
That year, he wouldn't need the teacher to humble him. He was humbled in a much bigger way, by life. Almost immediately, he just stumbled hard. His homework completion, his attentiveness in class, his test grades all just plummeted dramatically. And his mood changed, too, where I just sensed a sadness, a depression in him that he seemed distraught. And I knew I couldn't quite figure out what all was going in there. I could tell it was something that went beyond school, uh, went beyond my class or, or, you know, his studies. By the time I started my senior year, I, like, didn't care at all. I mean, I was just, like, getting into trouble, like doing drugs and stuff, so of course that causes problems. Donnie says there wasn't anything particular that changed in his life to precipitate the substance abuse. But that year, he also went off his ADHD medicine, which added to his struggles. I couldn't focus on anything, and like, I kind of just wanted to give up. Mr. White learned about these challenges from Donnie's mother and tried to be as supportive as possible. He faced a task that would have seemed unbelievable just two years earlier, getting the once cocky kid to believe in himself again. Donald was earning steady Fs, and White didn't want the math whiz to fail math. This continued throughout the whole year, just these, these stumble, 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 and then a quick glimmer of hope, and this, this anticipation that maybe is this where it starts? Is this where the, the positive turnaround starts? And then no, another stumble. Is, is, this is the most dramatic performance swings I've ever seen as a teacher. I was just going to not graduate because I just didn't have a high enough GPA with math, which was like an F, and physics, which was like an F. You can't graduate with that, especially not the last quarter, because if you get an F in any class on the fourth quarter, it's an automat- you automatically fail for that year in a core subject. So, But I was just saying, Don, show me something, show me some effort, and I'll work with you. But if you don't show me any effort, then there's not much I can do for you. Well, for a while, I didn't care, so I wasn't really worried about it, because it just didn't really matter to me. But, yeah, then I started to care. I started to care when I realized, I guess, just not graduating and just doing nothing is not a good plan, so. Mr. White's steady outreach did resonate with Donald in a way. In a stark reversal from the time that he had built an especially hard test for Donnie, he now permitted him to retake a key exam. And he did everything he could to support Donald as the AP exam approached, offering tutoring and pep talks whenever Donnie needed it. Donnie did pull it together and started putting in some effort as the end of the school year approached. It was rough. He still had his ups and downs throughout the fourth quarter, but... Once again, he he managed to then have a glimmer of hope that that arose once or twice. And by the end of the school year, uh, as the AP exam rolled around, I thought, I have no idea how this kid's going to perform. All of our, like, exam, quarterly exams were old AP exams, like they were practice exams. So we would just, like, get our estimated AP score every time we got a test back, and, like, I was always getting twos and threes. Like, I don't think I ever got a five maybe once all year, like on these practice exams. So he went into the AP exam. I, another student told me about how, how throughout the exam that Donald looked a little dismayed and a couple times put his head down and looked like he was just 
a little bit baffled, and I thought, okay, so I won't get my hopes up for this AP score. But when the scores eventually did come out, Donald gets a five. <laughs> it was the most shocking score I'd seen, and I was just happy that it was a pleasant surprise. But I was going, where? This kid just continues to baffle me after three years as his teacher. Where did that come from? I knew he had it in him, but I hadn't seen that consistently for a while. Like, I don't think I ever got a five, maybe once all all year, like on these practice exams. So, of course, I didn't think I would be getting a five. But then, I don't know, I guess I was just feeling it that day. I definitely studied before, so couldn't have been that, too. He also graduated last spring by the skin of his teeth. Months later, he credits White with helping pull him out of a dark hole. Some of the most important things he taught me, other than the math, was to like, care and to try. With Mr. White, there was no free. Nothing was free. You had to like try. There were many lessons for White, including how little teachers sometimes know about what students are wrestling with outside of class, how wildly kids can change, and finally, the importance at times of telling students explicitly that you care about them. Donnie uh, taught me a lesson that maybe I should have picked up on earlier in my career, but he taught me the value of pulling a kid aside. And if you have to just be explicit about it and basically just say, look, I care about you, if it's not obvious. Sometimes I think I fall into the trap of thinking that my actions are speaking louder than my words and that kids will interpret my actions in the way that I intended them, that kids will understand that the way I treat them as students is, is out of care and, and respect. Donald was one where sometimes I couldn't quite read how, he, how those conversations went. Sometimes I'd, I'd share my, my perspective and I couldn't always tell how well it did or didn't resonate with him. But I think over time, in the big picture, I look back now and I think I, I, at some points along the way, he, he clearly picked up my message. I don't know which particular words I said or which particular conversation we had, but I learned that I just need to, to share with students and remind them that I care about them, to just say it out loud. White continues to teach at Lusher, where he maintains in his files the special test he designed for Donald. It's dubbed version C for the intrepid and or arrogant. Donald started his freshman year of college this fall, happy to have a course load full of math and physics classes, subjects where, despite his recent struggles, he retains much of that old confidence. This podcast was created by The Teacher Project, an education reporting fellowship at Columbia Journalism School. It was produced by Mallory Falk. Thanks to Aaliyah Wong and to Matt Thompson at The Atlantic for their support, and to New Orleans Public Radio for sharing their studio space, and a special thanks to Jerome White and to Donald Meyer.